1: This Thursday evening, it's J.J. After Dark, John J. Strewski. We're right here on The Fan, so it's official. The Jets have reached an agreement with Niners defensive coordinator, Robert Sella. He is the next head coach of the franchise, and listen, he's a leader of men. He's spirited on the sideline. Now we'll see if he could be a head coach. So to give us some thoughts on that, on these four games this weekend, the super talented Kelly Stewart. Kelly in Vegas, Wager Talk. Br betting, all that good stuff. Kelly, what's happening? How you doing? What's happening?
2: You know, just living the dream out here on the West Coast. I was on the East Coast all week. I have no idea how you guys stay up until midnight to watch sporting events.
1: Oh, We do it all the time. But I'm jealous of you guys and gals, Kelly, because, you know, the idea of watching NFL football at like 10 in the morning with like a coffee, maybe a Bloody Mary, that sounds kind of appealing. Not going to lie.
2: Yeah that's been my life for the last 13 years you could eat breakfast and have football I didn't know what to do with myself on Sunday there was nothing to do until 1 p.m. I was like maybe I finally gotta start going to church or something make my parents proud
1: I know seriously church workout routine all that good stuff before we get to these games uh curious are you in favor against the Robert Sala to the Jets hire
2: listen I'm always in favor of defensive-minded coaches becoming head coaches as long as they're not going to be the ones trying to run the offense. That is my biggest pet peeve. We see it with Vic Fangio in Denver, and it is so freaking frustrating. So hopefully um, he's going to hire a great offensive coordinator. I'm, I'm hearing uh, rumors of Michael LeFleur's brother, Matt. So we'll see kind of uh, how that ends up happening for New York, and, uh, you know, maybe we can actually see some nice offensive play calling from the New York Jets. Sam Darnold should be happy.
1: Long overdue, I mean, considering the fact Jets haven't been in the playoffs going all the way back to 2010. And then, Kelly, how about the news that Urban Meyer is taking that Jacksonville job? And I know a lot of people have concerns about whether or not he'll translate at the next level. That guy wins everywhere. You give him Trevor Lawrence, I think he's going to be okay.
2: Yeah, I do think he'll be okay. I mean, look, the Jags franchise has had some moments of greatness, but for the most part, they just have been really lackluster. And I think he's going to bring excitement to the program. I think he'll sell a ton of tickets in Jacksonville. And I think if you give him three or four years, he can possibly make it a winning program. Now we know that we've seen other failures from the college level into the NFL, Chip Kelly most notably. Um, But we've seen guys like Pete Carroll win Super Bowl. So it always just kind of depends on who they surround themselves with. Uh, rumor has it that he's going to have himself quite the uh, offensive powerhouse as far as coordinators and stuff goes. So we'll see. I think Trevor Lawrence could be a really awesome NFL quarterback. Uh, you know, we've seen it in years past where guys end up being a bust. I don't think Trevor will be. And hopefully he can lead that offense into maybe starting off by winning five games.
1: All right, Kelly. Now let's go time. Let's go back to wildcard weekend first. What game, what result, if any, was like your biggest takeaway and still has you buzzing, thinking back to watching the three games Saturday and Sunday?
2: So I only had action on the three Saturday games and said Sunday I wasn't going to get involved. And Sunday night, I was sitting on the couch. Like I mentioned, it was super late. All of a sudden, I'm like, it's pitch black outside. There's there's one more game left after that riveting Saints-Bears game. And I saw some reverse line movement on the Browns, and I said, fine, I wasn't going to make a bet, but I'll bet the Browns here. I think the Browns are going to win this game. Sure enough, the Browns leaped out to that 28 nothing first quarter due to, obviously, um, some turnovers from Big Ben and the Steelers. But I think that that's going to get them a little bit overhyped this weekend going into Kansas City. I'm, I'm kind of afraid that they may end up being the square dogs this weekend and that was my biggest takeaway is you don't want to overreact to the one game sample size of what we saw last week we don't want to overreact too much to the Rams pretty much dominating Seattle in that second half and stifling Russell Wilson we don't want to overreact too much to you know New Orleans putting on a beatdown of the Bears things like that I think it's really important to to look at each game for what it's worth this week
1: Kelly Stewart, Kelly in Vegas, Wager Talk, BR Betting, all that good stuff. She joins us here on The Fan. All right, Kelly, let's play a little Shark Tank. You got to justify and make a case for one of these two underdogs. And I'm not saying you have to like either one. But who is the more live team in your opinion? Is it the Rams getting six and a half at Lambeau? Or is it the Brownies who you kind of profile potentially as that square dog getting ten or ten and a half against the Chiefs?
2: You know, I I would love to make a case for Cleveland. I'm telling you, I I really would. I think that last week was awesome. They got that monkey off their back. They finally got that playoff win, and it was in Pittsburgh. And I don't really think that the coaching factor, I think there was a lot made about it with the talking heads. He's coming back this week. I don't necessarily think that that's going to rile up this team and get them a win in Kansas City. So i got to go with the Rams here now. I did put the Packers in a teaser. I teased them down to a half. I do think the Packers will win this game. I think the biggest liability on Saturday will be the Rams for the bookmakers, but I I don't think they may get them against the spread, but I don't think that the Rams are going to get the outright win. I love taking the better defense plus the points. My concern is Jared Goff. And anytime I bet on the Rams, it is a big concern. Sometimes you get good Jared. Sometimes you get bad Jared. Three weeks ago versus Seattle, I got bad Jared in the second half. Versus Seattle, we got good, Jared. So um, I know that Aaron Donald was questionable all week. He is now playing. um, But I think you don't want to buy into the narrative too much. I keep seeing this on Twitter that it's going to be so cold. And here's this L.A. team going to the cold. And Aaron Rodgers plays so good below freezing temperatures. It's like, okay, I understand that you're trying to create a narrative here. But I I think people are buying into it too much. So long story short, to answer your question, I think the Rams have a better shot to win the game outright.
1: Kelly, you get the sense everybody and their mother is going to throw in a Packer Chief two-team tease?
2: I think everybody and their mother is going to bet Packers on the money line and Kansas City on the money line, and they're probably going to throw in the Bills and the Saints while they're at it.
1: Okay. Now let's get to Buffalo and Baltimore. I can't wait for this game. Full disclosure, I may have a ticket on Baltimore at like 14 or 15-1 to, to win there the Super So listen, I like the fact that I got some value. I got a little juice going into the weekend. And I love this matchup because they run the football great. That's the Achilles heel of the Buffalo Bills is their run defense. But I guess my concern is if Lamar Jackson has never played in snow, is that something that concerns me? Allen lost to this Baltimore team a year ago. We know he's a different player. He's been an absolute stud all year. Fun game, exciting game. Where do you side here with the Ravens getting two and a half against the Bills?
2: Yeah, I'm with you. This is my favorite game of the week. I am on Baltimore plus two and a half. I am in Baltimore plus eight and a half in a six-point teaser because you're getting through those key numbers. I know that the Bills have been great against the spread over basically the last nine games with the exception of last week. I was on the Colts. Colts had finally gotten the Bills right where they want them, and they decided to kick field goals instead of score touchdowns. That being said, Buffalo escapes. Congratulations to them. I don't know if they're going to escape this week. I do think the Ravens will win this game. My biggest question mark is can the Ravens shut down the pass? Are the Ravens cornerbacks going to be able – to shut down Stephon Diggs because you absolutely nailed it. I do think that we will see Lamar Jackson be able to run all over that Buffalo defense. I also like the over here. So I do understand that points mean less with a higher total. The, the over 50 got steamed up by some sharp groups. And I I still like up and over the current number of 50 and a half. I I will be on Baltimore plus two, but Baltimore in my teaser with the Packers is my biggest play of the weekend.
1: Okay, Kelly, what do you make of any time we have a playoff situation and teams matched up twice in the regular season? New Orleans and Tampa, listen, New Orleans whooped them both times. They beat them week one. They embarrassed them Sunday night, middle of the year. Now they're playing for the third time. You put any stock in that?
2: Absolutely not. And that is the other narrative of the week is somebody tweeted me earlier, do you know how hard it is to beat a team three times? And I just replied with the face palm because no this is not some narrative this is a small two game sample size of a regular season I think we just put away the regular season altogether, and we look at both of these teams over the last couple of weeks right they played week one they played week nine so I want to look at power ratings wise where are the Saints now where are the Bucks now we know that the Bucs have played better over the last few weeks but who have they played They've played Detroit. They've played Washington football team. They've played Atlanta twice. These are not some teams that, you know, are by any means power rated near as high as the Saints. And I think there's also the narrative of the Saints can't win home playoff games. Well, Tom Brady can't win games at night. He's 0-4-1 against the spread this year in night games and 2-3 and straight up. That's why I was on Washington football team as my best bet last week. Yes, it pushed on the opening number, but if you bet it, Anytime after that, you had yourself a winner, and yes, they took a back door to get there, but honestly, Tom Brady really started to impress me in that game, and his offensive line really stepped up and did not allow Chase Young to get to him too much, so we'll see how this New Orleans defense steps up, but if you ask me who I think we should be playing here, I don't think there's any line value. I think three is the right number. And we're seeing three minus 120. So I think it makes more sense just to bet the money line for the Saints if you're going to play the Saints. To me, I think the Saints win this game. And, yes, beat the Bucs three times in one season.
1: Okay, Kelly. Now, your favorite play, divisional round, you gave a bunch you like. But if there's one play you like the most of these four games, what would it be?
2: Baltimore plus two and a half is the best bet I gave out. Now, like I said, I I will say this. I know some sharp guys on the other side. This is just a game I looked at, and it checks all my boxes, right? We when we look at these type of playoff games, there's only four games. The lines are right where the bookmakers want you to be. The Packers, Rams, six and a half—that's the number I'm going to make it. This game, three, two and a half—that's I'm going to make it. Cleveland, I think, is a little juice, a little bit higher because um, you're going to pay a premium to bet Kansas City per usual. But again. The lines are what they are. So now when you want to make a play on one of these games or several of these games, you've got to figure out the X's and O's part of it. And I really think Baltimore could be Buffalo's Achilles heel. We need a great game from Lamar Jackson. We need him to keep his mistakes minimal, and we need the Baltimore defense to force Josh Allen to make mistakes, which doesn't happen very often.
1: Kelly Stewart, check her out. BR betting, wager talk, all that good stuff. Kelly, it's always a pleasure. Let's cash them this weekend, and uh, I'll unveil my picks tomorrow. It's fair to say, I think we're on the same side of a lot of these games. So that, I think, is uh, maybe a good thing or a bad thing for the audience. I guess we'll find out over the weekend. So thanks again, all right? Awesome.
2: Thanks, JJ.
1: There you have it. Kelly Stewart, Kelly in Vegas. We got breaking news. The Jets have a new head coach. Robert Sala. I like it. We'll get to your reaction at 877